I have never seen a celebration like the one I saw last night, and it just really sums up how the St. Louis Blues are this season. I'm going to tell you more about this coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, St. Louis. How is everybody doing today? I am feeling so good right now because the Blues swept their road trip, and I am so happy about that. So I'm going to talk about the Blues' win over the Kraken. Name a better celebration. You already know where this one is going. And of course, a successful road trip. And are we feeling blue? I wanted to add in, are we feeling blue? But I kind of think we all know how we're feeling today. So I will be talking about that as well. And no, I am not an enterprise right now. This is my background. So if it's a little glitchy, just know that I'm not an enterprise and this is the best I can do. So that is that. Before I dive deeper into things, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Last night's win over the Seattle Kraken gave me every ounce of hope that the St. Louis Blues are one of those teams that know how to make a nice comeback. They were trailing three to one, three to one before the halfway point of the second period, before the halfway point of the game. But you know what the Blues did? They came back, baby. They came bleeping back, and they ended up winning the game in overtime. So I'm going to break down what happened in this game. The Blues' fantastic comeback, because at the end of the day, this is a team that is resilient. This is a team that is now learning how to fight for their wins, and I am so proud of the St. Louis Blues and what they've done this season. It truly is I think one of the most Cinderella stories of the NHL right now is the St. Louis Blues. And sure, I'm going on like a week of this kind of play, but I'm telling you, something special is happening St. Louis. I know. I was a little tough. I said, uh, well, you know, they should focus on the draft. And my mindset has changed. My mindset has shifted because this team is finally playing the way I expected them to play all season. It only took the midway point of the season for that to happen. But this is beautiful, and this is the type of hockey that is competitive, that is thrilling, that is exhilarating. There are so many words to describe how amazing this team has been. And through and through, I'm always going to support the Blues, wear the blue note with pride. But you can tell me after this game last night that you're not now 100% back in trying to get a wild card spot. And if you're not, welcome aboard to the wild card spot choo-choo train because we are going, I mean, at least I am going wild card or bust mentality. So here we go. In the first period, about seven minutes in, Oscar Sundquist scored a power play goal and it was fed to him by Braden Shen. And I have to tell you, the Blues have been doing so much better on the power play, so I've been very impressed. Um, unfortunately, a couple minutes later, Seattle ties the game, so now it's 1-1. And then the second period happens. 
not only did the Kraken get a power play goal in the very beginning of the second period, they then say, hey, you know what, a 2-1 lead, Mm-mm, not enough. They make it 3-1. So two goals within a two-minute span, not good. But that power play, you know how I told you that the Blues' power play has been better? Well, Robert Thomas, with only five minutes remaining in that second frame of hockey, was able to get a power play goal and a beautiful feed by my boy, Scott Brunovich. I have to say, he has been killing it. I told you that he has been stepping it up. So I'm happy that he was able to um, obviously play in the game because I know that he's been in and out. I'm happy that they put him in. Now it's 3-2, Kraken lead heading into the final frame. And about a minute in, um, <laughs> the dynamic duo, um, Pavel Butnevich, uh scores, equalizing the game 3-3, and a nice feed by Robert Thomas. By the way, this is Thomas' um, 34th assist of the season. We're going into OT, overtime, a guaranteed point. So the Blues, no matter what, come out of this game with a point. But you know who says a point isn't enough? Let's make it two points. It is Pavel Buchnevich. And Pavel gets this goal. It was a beautiful goal, honestly. But what he did after the goal is what everyone's talking about. So I'll be talking about that. But it was truly an incredible game for Bush. I mean, two goals in that game. And it makes sense as to why he was so excited the way that he was. But this is huge, okay? You were trailing 3-1 to one in that second period. And the Blues have just been able to come back. I mean, Bushi last night finished with three points. And... um Bush last night even said he could not have given me a better pass. And he was talking about Shenner, um, Braden Shen fed the puck to Bush on the OT goal. So um, Biddington last night, though, he made 33 saves in net. Only three of them went in. And again, he has been on fire. I know what you're saying. Oh, he hasn't had a great season. Okay, Valen, maybe this isn't his best season, but he has been playing consistent hockey. So I was happy for him on that. Overall, I'm just really happy with, you know, how the Blues played. I mean, the Blues didn't have a lot of shots on net last night. If I'm going to be completely frank, they really did miss a lot of opportunities to do so with only 18 total shots. Four went in. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, that's a good percentage. But the Kraken definitely outplayed the Blues offensively. But it was the St. Louis Blues that were able to make a nice comeback and to give themselves that win. I mean. At the end of the day, you can say what you want about this team. You can say, you know, oh, the Blues, they're not playing good hockey. Like, they're so inconsistent. You can never predict what they're going to do. Valid. I've said that. But last night's performance and just the resiliency of the comeback, I mean, they're forechecking. It stepped up in that second half of the game. Um, they were doing a really good job of keeping the puck in the neutral zone. And, you know, as frustrating as it is, maybe with them not getting that many shots on net, not that many opportunities to do so, they were really able to step up defensively, and I do believe that it's kind of clicking. I still say make a trade at the trade deadline, obviously. You're not going to want to jeopardize uh, draft picks or you know young talent, but it is important for St. Louis to continue on this momentum right now. I mean, you are on a four-game winning streak, a four-game winning streak, the St. Louis Blues. And it all started after they beat the Capitals at home. 
And then they went on the road. And I'll talk more about the road trip in a little bit. But I mean, this is unheard of with St. Louis. And just being able to come back in all of these games, I mean, it was never easy for the Blues. And I know sometimes it's like, oh, well, they did go to overtime in a couple of these games. Okay, yes. But remember, at the end of the day, they still get the two points. And they had, and I will still say this, they had a very competitive road trip. I mean, yes, the Flames, not the best team. The Canucks, one of the best teams. And the Kraken, they're a developing team that's a good team. They're not a bad team at all. So I think that when you truly look at the fact that the Blues were on the road for three games, I mean, two ba- I mean, they had a back-to-back with the Flames and Canucks, and they were still able to come out victorious even when they trailed in some of these games. It just testifies to what I've been saying the whole time about the St. Louis Blues. If they play consistently hard, against some of the teams that are not as good, they're going to get amazing results on the ice. And that's what we're seeing out of the Blues. We're seeing a team that is truly able to be resilient, to play tough hockey. And I think that as a fan, that's what you want to see. You don't want to see a team that's just lollygagging. You want to see a team that just is showing up but not really putting in their full effort. You want to see a team that is able to do 110% every time they hit the ice. And that's exactly what the St. Louis Blues are doing. So yes, I am very proud of this team. I'm excited for what this team's going to do because I'm telling you, right now they are chasing a wild card spot. I know it's a little bit early. Maybe I'm a little bit ahead of myself, but come on, how can you not be excited? St. Louis, I know that you're excited too. Like, I cannot be the only one that's like living in this land of delusional where I'm like, okay, it's going to happen. But I do want to tell you about my friends at Indeed. If you need a hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to the Indeed data and matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. So this is what you need to do. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed through Locked On Blues. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. You need a hire. You need Indeed. Last night, I saw one of the craziest celebrations on ice. And this this is a player that at the same time when he got that empty netter, when he was really frustrated that he couldn't get any pucks in the back of the net, slashed his skate on the, I mean, not slashed his stick um, on the glass and broke it. And everybody was like, whoa, what did we see here? Well, the same thing kind of happened last night when Abushi uh, got a goal, got the overtime goal. And he ended up doing like a sweeping motion. It was honestly really funny. Um I have to say, he is one of the funniest hockey players I think I've ever watched. Um, I just think he's a hilarious guy, and uh, it was really great. So he, it was like kind of like the kayak motion. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like you're rowing on a boat. You know what I'm saying? 
And it just was really funny. I wish I could show you here. Um, so the Blues put out a video from Tomer after the game last night. And they were basically asking Thomas, you know, did you see Boucher's celebration? What did you think about it? And I don't know if I can say this word. So Tomer basically said, what the bleep is that? After he saw the video of Bushy. <laughs> it was so great. Um, so this is by um, the NHL. Um, they said that Booch confirmed to the Blues that he was kayaking after his goal and he was inspired by a KHL player who performed the move after scoring for the first time in two years. So it just was one of those things where obviously Booch just was excited showing his emotions. But Buchnievich, I mean, he's one of those players that is very expressive, like very expressive. This is the same player that posted a picture of him outside in the cold. Mind you, he's from like Russia. And it, I mean, it was cold. But it wasn't like that cold. And he's the same player that was like, it's freezing. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he's just like one of those guys. I mean, he's very funny and I love him. And I think he has a great personality. I just think that he's a very expressive player. And uh, last night uh, when he got that goal, I'm like, this is so brand for Buchnevich. I mean, honestly, is anybody surprised about him? But here's the thing, though. He is the reason why the Blues were so successful, right? I mean, you think about, you know, how he was on this trip. You think about all that he really did for St. Louis. And I think that he had a little bit of a slow season. Um, I'm not saying that he's had a bad season. I just think that the season for him was a little bit slower, not as good and I know and I'm sorry and like trust me like I want to be the one that's like you know what he's had a great season and he is an underrated player right I just think that he could have had a bit of a better first half of the season but um yeah I think that he deserves all of this right now and he is the type of player that just really deserves all the praise that he can get because he did play a really good game last night. And you could even make the argument that he is probably one of the second best players on the team right now. I don't know, like, exactly why I'm such a Pavel Vucinevich person. Um, maybe I'm just biased, okay? Maybe I just... I don't I've always liked him, though. That's, like, the thing, like... I can't pinpoint a time where I didn't like Bushi. I just really like him. And I think that, again, underrated. I mean, we all know Topper. I mean, Tomer is one of the best players on the team. But is it so wrong for me to say, as a Blues fan, that Bush is also a player that deserves a lot of credit? I mean, he did get two stars last night. He was the second star. And I'm like, I, yeah, like, I wasn't, like, a huge fan of that. I thought, honestly, he could have gotten more. but. I mean, at the end of the day, I am such a Pavel Buchnevich person. And this season, he's had um, 16 goals, 21 assists, 37 points, which is not bad. So I'm proud of Bushi. And uh, it was a fun game last night, but I needed to talk about that.
I'm also going to talk to you about my friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only. Available to U.S. customers. So the road trip was really good. Um, obviously when you sweep in the road trip, you went three out of three games, huge for the blues right now. I know in the beginning of the podcast, I said, okay, okay, let's go think about that wild card, but I'm really not that far off right now. And I'm going to tell you why. So the St. Louis blues, they're a good enough team where you can still think playoffs and sure, maybe I'm a little, you know, overexcited. Maybe I'm just running on a lot of emotion. And, you know, valid 100%. But you look at points right now, and you look at the teams that have the most points and the least amount of points, and the Blues have 52. And it's really, like, not that far off. I mean, they're fifth right now in the Central. Realistically, the Natural Predators have 53. Realistically, if the Preds lose and the Blues win on their next game, then the Blues will be in fourth, right? And then you look at the Dallas Stars. They have 64. Okay, I get it. And then the Jets have 65 and the Avalanche have 67. Okay, valid. I get that. Lots of points. I get it. But here's the thing. If the Blues continue to win and they continue to impress, then who's to say this team can't be a potential wildcard team? I mean, Right now, if they're going to be on a hot streak, it is the time to do so. They have opportunity. And I think that in the game of hockey, anything is possible. But I always want to remember and talk about this one thing. The Blues were in last place in the Western Conference, not even just the Central Division, but the Western Conference in uh, January, the year that we won the Cup. And I think sometimes in hockey, it's a little hard to determine, you know, when exactly is the correct timeline to think playoffs? When is the correct timeline to think, okay, let's just focus on the draft. And there's really not one. It depends on the season. But I think that with this season, with just how it's looking around the league, 52 points isn't bad right now. I know it's not ideal. It's not what we wanted. Um, but again, they have an opportunity to get to uh, 54 points. And I think for me... If they beat the Kings tomorrow, then okay. They play the yeah, they play them tomorrow. It's a two PM yeah, it's a one PM game. Yeah, early game. Okay, so then you're gonna give me fifty four points. I will feel good. Even I'll take the fifty three if they go to OT. The point that I'm trying to make is is that this team found a way to get to above fifty points before the All Star break, no matter what. And I said I needed that. So I think that it's not far off of me saying and being realistic to you and saying, hey, this is a team that could potentially be a wild card team again. 
And I know, Haley, oh my God, you were so negative like a couple weeks ago. Okay, so opinions can change. It's not that big of a deal. But another thing I will say is I always ask you every single Friday, are we feeling blue? This is going up on Saturday because I wanted to wait till after the game. I am feeling so good right now. This is probably the best I've ever felt with the St. Louis Blues. Every single thing that could go right for St. Louis is going right. I feel good about the team. I feel confident about the direction that they're heading. I'm excited for the All-Star game to see my boy Robert Thomas shine and be honored the way that he should be. Um, There's not that much negative I can say. I mean, right now, I am seeing a team that's resilient. I'm seeing a team that is fighting, a team that's playing hard. I'm seeing a team that's having fun on the ice again, and they're really finding their rhythm. I know, rhythm, Haley. I know, I know. But it's true. They are finding their rhythm out on the ice, and it is uh, nice to see. And I think anytime you're watching a team that's a young team, uh, because they do have some younger players with some veterans, obviously, but you're just seeing the combination finally click, and it all makes sense. All the frustration, all the annoyance, it makes sense because they were just trying to figure it out. And I'm telling you, Jake Neighbors is a player to watch because that guy is the future of the St. Louis Blues, 100%. But we have some hockey tomorrow, so expect a podcast tomorrow. I'm making my episodes a little shifty just due to the nature of when the games are because I want to make sure I do as many pre and post before before the All-Star break. And that way, um, when they're on All-Star break, I'll be able to break down individual players and give my mid-season reports. So a lot of hap- a lots of fun happening on this podcast. Oh my gosh, if I can speak. And I will talk to you in the next episode. And per usual, let's go Blues.